0: Imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding
1: at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With your host, Kevin Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock, about music, rock and roll, and superpower. power.
1: The thing is, though, if you don't like it, you're going to go on a killing spree to shop and make it fun. it, want it. It.
0: It. it, Confidence of a hero or
1: was exactly a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. You
2: may not be more professional. It's all in one I choose to go my life to. That's okay. It means something, it means it. You
0: know, that's my take on the other way that series.
3: Protonic Reversal! That's like a science thing, right?
0: Indeed, indeed. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It is a scientific fact. We are all up in your face. You are listening once more to the one, the only,
1: Protonic Reversal.
0: And we welcome you to it. Hi, everybody. Got a good show for you today. You probably heard me. Talked quite a bit about the band Tropical Fuckstorm. Alert and astute listeners will remember that they were the number one record of 2018, as chosen by myself and for the show last year, with a laughing death in Meat Space. They have a new one called Braindrops. And here's the treat, y'all. Here's the treat, y'all. Oof. <laughs> That's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry i've been i've been i've been locked up on my own for a while here and uh I, i'm going nuts here's here is the treat for everybody is that uh, we're gonna be talking tropical fuckstorm today and Gaz, and looking forward to it so uh, tons of things have happened i don't really feel like talking about any of them let's just launch into one of the tunes off of the new record this is the planet of straw Man.
3: Disagree And do it publicly, amen They're always going for the two-day crop They think that kind of fucking movie star All parts lead to nowhere And it all adds up in the movie A weekend to attack a lot Alright <laughs> And she sends him to the mass And then the Kremlin sets a wider attack to send the frog to mine and gold. Kings, King Kong I what the glory Of a I d'oeuvre like A very ritual or a courtship dance before all paths lead to nowhere And it all adds up to nothing You'll be picking Chinese cotton on the moon soon On a planet of Stormwind And you'll be buried In an egg and disinterred. I've heard a might to do it All again from the surface is a charcoal rust They're swirling temples in the underground. The strange insects chirping With all the rank of a colosseum.
0: And with us now, we have uh, the Mighty gas from Tropical Fuckstorm.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Studio audience going crazy here, as always. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for uh, for doing the show, man. We're, we're really excited to talk to you. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the new record, huge fan of the last record. Actually named it one of the top records of uh, last year. So I'm very excited that you are currently... Tooling around in North America right now.
2: Yeah, 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 that's
0: yeah, good. And at the time of this recording, yeah. I think you just did a, a quick sojourn into Vancouver, got through checkpoint Charlie through the skin of your teeth, and yeah,
1: and we're gonna day off in Seattle coming up now, so that's good. Yeah.
0: That's, a, that's a that's a wonderful city to have a day off in. It's a it's, it's a great yeah, place. It is, yeah. Have you been, uh, and this is uh, the West Coast leg here, and then you got some Zimbisco stuff coming up and hitting a few select Midwest states. I did notice uh, creeping on your Instagram that you managed to hit the Redwood Forest, which I'm always a big fan of touring bands doing. So that's, that's yeah, it seems like yeah. that was a very nice and correct. special thing.
1: Yeah, we had a swim and we met some insane guy, this weird sort of wizard dude who was sort of just walking around in the forest just going up to people and
0: asking them the weirdest questions. I think he was gonna ask Do you think he has yeah. a podcast too?
1: Uh he should get one. It would be good. It <laughs> would be good. It would be. It, it would kind of, you know, it would be about everything and anything at any point. It would be pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds kind
0: of like a typical podcast. So it's maybe maybe a touch more interesting, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uh, new record, we'll, we'll just we'll do all this stuff right now. New record. is called Braindrops, Drops, and it's. Available and Joyful Noise. We'll back announce all the places to get it for everyone. Uh, from my perspective, really dig the record. Great headphone record. Kind of like took a little uh, oomph and energy to get behind because it's just very s- different. It's very strange sounding. But I think that that's, a, that's something you guys did on purpose,
1: right? Um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's sort of, I don't know. Any record is kind of half on purpose, half. You kind of got to do it because you're making a record, so I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's meant to be different from the first. You can't just keep making
0: the same thing over and over, you know. Yeah, and I guess I'm more uh, talking about like it, it, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like a traditional rock record necessarily, right? It doesn't have like you know the the, the rock record hallmarks. It's definitely uh, and again, I think it's one of the reasons why it works really well as a headphone record, uh, also. But how much was that? How much of that is just working with what you got, and how much of it was? You know, planning things out ahead of
1: time. Um, it's just a, it's a weird thing. Like people say, you know, it's got to be consistent or something. You know, you've got eight or nine songs and I have to be consistent. But then, you know, sometimes consistency is inconsistency. Like, you know, you've got an album like Raw Power and that's pretty consistent. And then you get an album like, you know, Physical Graffiti, which is so inconsistent, it's consistent. So I think this one is, is more like a, like the ladder, you know what I mean? Or but Led Zeppelin before I just compare everything to that because it's just every song is so different and odd, and you have to you have to hear it twenty times before you go, oh, this is actually really cool. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it, it actually yeah, makes so sense that's, together. That's yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I get what you yeah, yeah. going with that for sure. And it's it, well, and it's interesting because I think I characterized as much as I loved it, the the record before it has been kind of an odd listen as well. Like it had its own unique sonic characteristics. Uh, And and this is actually even different from that, which, which is, I mean, which as an artist is, is fantastic, but uh, you know, it's, it can be something where, you know, you're not trying to be, you know, the Ramones (laughs) or anything here, right? Like as, as much as like, you know, that stuff's great. You're, you're trying to do something kind of different. And, I, I I know I don't want to turn into like a gear discussion or anything, but like, have you? Did you do anything different with this recording to make it sound the way that it does?
1: Uh, uh not really. I mean, we recorded it in the same place. Um, yeah, we kind of. The only thing different we did was, I think we we played the guitars through little garlic blasters, and that that'll be about it. Generally, we kind of, you know, we mic it all up and then just. End up using the wrong types of mics for the wrong types of jobs, and I don't know. Just do something different. Otherwise, it, yeah, everything just sounds like fucking Queens of the Fucking Stone Age or something shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the how so how much do you consider like effects and, and things like that as part of the creative process versus? you know, something that you add on to maybe uh, turn things different from how it was originally conceived.
1: Um, Well, you know, it's, it's part of, they've always been part of rock and roll since, you know, I mean, you know, songs like Who Do You Love and from way back when had all sorts of slapback echoes and weird shit like that and Elvis and, you know, so there's always been effects. Um, So I think they're sort of part and parcel with rock and roll, you know, Things like Suicide First Record that's covered in the tracks. Mm-hmm. But um, the main the main thing we would do is it's different for most people. It's just fucking put everything in the red and leave it in the red, and, and we do it all to tape. So you know it, it all sounds fucked. Uh, that, that's how it's recorded, and that's what it is. People whack, harmonic distortion, and so we put it there. I guess I don't know. We just it, whatever works. It 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 either works. Or it doesn't.
0: And I mean that's a good philosophy in general, I suppose. But I, is there anything that uh, you kind of latched onto specifically with Tropical Fuck Storm that maybe you hadn't discovered before? Any new epiphanies or anything with the, getting the ideas out there? Um.
1: Yeah, and no, I mean it's always, I don't know, every album's the same for me, and that it's just trying something a little bit different, you know. Just getting a bit out of a comfort zone, but staying in a comfort zone too. So you you're not actually shit at what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah. So it's kind of I don't know. I just I'm always trying new things, always listening to new music. I just think if you listen to all music, you know, you, then you'll be okay because you sort of just you kind of just cherry pick little bits and bobs from here and something from there, and, and, and you always have more fuel. You know, so. Yeah, I just, every time it's different, and it's been, it's, I mean, it's so kind of complicated that it's hard to recall what the fuck it was you were doing at the time, so, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Well, and how do they, how are the songs normally put together? Is it something where it's kind of put together in a room? Is there a general idea that you start with, and then, you know, people add to it, tear it apart, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Yeah, it could be anything. I mean, you could, we could come up with something on a drum machine, and then, you know put that into a loop and then recorded that with real drums and then chop it up with some weird techno kind of software and then play it through an amp you know and just and then all of a sudden you've got something that you didn't have to begin with and and, and you know that could be the basis for a song or it could be you know something written on an acoustic guitar like a pretty standard song structure and I'll just bring it to the band and we'll play it in the room. So you know, we we'll, we'll do anything, any old thing that works. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like a beggars can't be choosers situation too. When you make making out, you, you can't. You need material, so you just go. Gotta, you gotta do it. You
0: know? Yeah. Use use what you got. And yeah. So I mean, it, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, well, I think, and that's laudable in the way that you know it's very difficult with all of. You know, it's not just that this record comes out and there's like what came out that week. There's like all of music that is necessarily <laughs> competing for the attention span of the listener with. So I think it actually yeah, works yeah. to its credit that it does sound relatively unique and kind of. I mean, and for me, it was especially with the new record. It was, it was, it was like, oh, this is a little kind of weird and different sounding. Let me kind of explore this a little more. And
1: that's, I mean, that, that's the weird thing about music is, is, you know, at first, people if something's different. They find it kind of—I mean, confronting is probably too strong a word—but you know, they're kind of affronted by it or something, and they find it difficult, and they call it difficult. You know, it's a difficult listening thing. But then, if you think about all the stuff you like, right? It's—it it, it is the singular sort of artists that you dig, and everyone is the same. Whether it's fucking, you know, Beyoncé, because no one like fucking Beyoncé, no one does it that full on. Or it could be Daddy Harry, or it could be Suicide, yeah. or Ramones, or what people like about stuff is its uniqueness, you know? So, yeah. yeah so there's, there's no point to sound like everyone right
0: else. Well, and I, th- I think, yeah. you know, from my perspective anyway, there's been bands that I... Uh, some of my favorite bands ever that I just, you know, either it didn't click with me originally or it was like, oh, this is awful. And then it was like, wait a second. No, it's great. I was completely wrong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they're always unique. They always just have their little quirks, you know, You know, like someone like Karen Dalton or... Yeah, yeah, anything. Anything you you... you you're very fond of will will always be
0: just unique. so Yeah. So the uh, the artwork is uh, full out bonkers on this one, as it is <laughs> on, the, on the last one. Did you just turn over the? Did you have have a general idea for that? Is it, did we just turn it over to the artist guy who does a, the And I saw there's a mural and all that. So. Yeah,
1: Joe. Joe. That's Joe Becker. He's a Canadian dude. And he's pretty fine. Um, but we you know like with the first album. That was a painting he did years prior. And I, and I kind of saw it on the net and went, oh, shit. Um, and then found him and, and, and asked him if we could use it. So, you know, we just paid him to use what he'd already done. Sure. But um, with it's this one he it was a... It, yeah, this, was, this this new album, it was a custom job. So I basically gave him all the lyrics and a sort of kind of a synopsis. And uh, a, he ran with that and sort of threw it all on the front there and, and there you go we said no no dicks because uh, <laughs> he did it he did it he did it he did it seven inch for us and it's got like 18 dicks so we said no dicks this time dude and then he put a fucking dick in there and we didn't want <laughs> it.
0: so so, yeah. so you had reached your dick quota and there were <laughs> going to be no further dicks allowed but a surreptitious dick yeah yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: we did yeah we, we, we already got more dicks on our covers than anyone in history so we don't need any more
2: <laughs>
0: well, and, the, <laughs> and it's sort of, it, it definitely, I, and again, coming coming more from the world of, of, you know, maybe the first impression you'd get of a record or a band is the album artwork. You know, there's some album artwork you kind of know what you're getting into. You know, if it's like a complete legible logo and like, you know, there's blood and axes and stuff. It's like, ah, oh, okay, that's going to sound like a metal record. You know, if you get like a, something that looks all like kind of hard angles and like bright colors it's probably going to be some electronic music but what i like about the album covers is that they definitely there's nothing that i i can't immediately tell what the music is going to sound like looking at it but it it looks interesting
1: yeah 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 it definitely yeah it would be hard to tell (laughs) but um yeah it's good because it's like you know like with the internet there's so much noise out there and and everyone's so sort of they're kind of more jaded than they ever were because they've seen so much weird shit you know you kind of need people because they would go why would you have those weird album covers or why why is your name so fucking terrible and it's like i remember when i heard king gizzard and the lizard with the name for the first time i was like that's a shit name but then you know everybody remembers it when they hear it and i think it's probably more important these days to be memorable than anything and plus you know taste is the enemy of art you know what i mean like so fuck that so um yeah our covers are like our name where they're kind of they're just there to be noticed i guess because because there's so much noise out there
0: well and it's also like you know all the one-word names got used up in the 90s (laughs) you know i mean what are you gonna do (laughs) so you
1: can't call your band bush anymore (laughs)
0: yeah well, and so that's so it's, it's interesting that you kind of touch on that too, because you know, for me, it, it was a little daunting at first to be like, "like, oh, what's this band's called what is, is this fucking band called, Tropical Fuckstorm?" Jesus! And, and it's sort of like the the you have my first reaction is like, "Christ, they better be good with a name like that." <laughs> yeah. But then, what's interesting yeah, we'll about that pretty. is the more I got, I got. Uh, to, to hear it the more it kind of made sense i was like oh no i get it this kind of this kind of makes sense and and that was like, the name of the label you self-released the last drones record on right Is it was that uh am i getting that story yeah right? it was
1: yeah and the name of a recording studio we had in, in melbourne with, with a bunch of friends we just needed to name the recording studio so one of our mates dan said yeah call it tropical fuck or whatever so that stuck and whenever we needed to name something we yeah, we would just snack. I don't know. And we have been in the, you know, a band called The thrones for fucking 18 years, and that's like, you know, not the most exciting name in the world. So, um, yeah, and plus, and plus, fucking who cares? I don't give like a fuck what we're called. Before we were called Tropical Plus and we had a few other names. We were uh, Leonardo Decapitated. We were <laughs> uh, middle-aged in the Middle East, in the Middle Ages. Um, and we were... Compliments to the chef. I thought that was a good name. Yeah, we did a bunch of kids, but period drama. That's another one. Um, yeah, so yeah, I don't. I just I don't think anyone cares anymore. We're beyond caring.
0: Well, one one thing we've talked about a lot in this show with other people band names is is sort of like a band name. Almost it doesn't really matter because whatever you do imbues meaning into it, right? So it becomes like an empty vessel to sort of fill up with your with your particular. Yeah, it
1: thing. does. It- that's 100% what it is. It's like that thing I have read somewhere someone saying, you know, the difference between, you know, the human primate and all other high primates. You know, a gorilla can't read Shakespeare because it can't see itself in Shakespeare. It doesn't, it doesn't, the whole reflection of art doesn't work on anything except a human, you know. So, and yeah, that's it. I mean, we could put anything on the cover, we could call ourselves anything, you could give any song any old style of. Yes, it's the person who he hears is going to read into it, or what they read into it. You know, yeah. I could tell you what a song's about, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's it's up to you what a song is about. Ultimately, you know?
0: yeah. And there could there could be someone that's you know, what if we got to the point of uh, bands articulating songs for like dolphins or like <laughs> or other higher cre- you know, higher level thinking creatures.
1: That sounds good. All right, that's our next record. I'm going to try and do that. I'm into that. That's a niche. Make a record the dolphins. The dolphins don't have any fucking money, so they can't pay. We won't be able to make a living out of it. Ah, uh, see, so we've, we,
0: we've already shut holes in the theory, unfortunately. i so. <laughs>
1: I got to eat. i got, I got to eat and pay rent. Yeah, you you, got, a you got to, to cater to sentient
0: creatures that have a bank balance. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you know, there's only, only one of them. So. <laughs> Humans, it is. So
0: it's interesting that you say that about people kind of imbuing their own meaning into the songs, which is something that. Uh you know that I certainly agree with, and have seen many times. But it seems like quite a few people really latched on to, in, in a very real way. The uh, you, you let my tires down, right? And is that something where did is that something where you knew when you wrote it? You're like, ah, yeah, this is a banger. Or was it just like, oh, huh? This is the one, huh? Um,
1: okay. I mean, the, the, I don't know. It's sort of like the premise of that is, I just was thinking about, you know, my life, and, and, when you kind of live your life, it seems a bit dull, but then when you actually, if you were to list all the, shit that's happened to you, and then your immediate family, and friends, and everything you've been through, it worked, it it, actually, everybody seems to have a pretty fucking exciting life, so I just sort of went through, and, you know, vaguely, that song is like a sort of litany, just things, or kind of similar things, that I've been through, and, and the people around me, you know, like, I've them to prison, and been stabbed, and you know all sorts of shit. people getting killed, shot, whatever. Um, yeah, and that's all that is. And the people, I don't know why people really dig that song, but they do. I don't know what.
0: I mean, it's a great tune, but I, it, the, it, there's a lot about it that I mean, just the title alone, you know, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't. I, is that is that like an Australian slang phrase or something? Like, what is what is?
1: No, no. It's but it's it's sort of. It's a thing that people kind of latch onto. It's like it's you know when I when I gave it that title, I knew that people would. It was it's something you can really read into. It's almost like a blank canvas, you know. People can make their own
0: you know meaning out of it. It's very odd, yeah. But that's why it's good. I like it. <laughs> well, and how do you feel about you know including lyrics along with the with the songs versus not doing that? Like, do you have a strong stance? For that,
1: um, yeah, 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 I do. I mean, you know, I can be hard to understand. I guess like <laughs> I sort of got punched punched in the head, and my jaw went a bit sideways, and I've mumbled it ever since. So I kind of hard to hard to understand. And um, you know, if you don't do that, people are going to do it anyway, and they put shit up on you know like those websites the their websites like genius, and they just get things so fucking wrong, <laughs> right. and it can be annoying, like <laughs> some little fucking. 17-year-old Drew saying that's a shit line it's like I didn't even fucking say that man but someone's just misheard it <laughs> so yeah but um I don't know I mean yeah you know words are good I like words you don't need words there's great Melvin's albums with lyric booklets where there aren't any words yep. it's just yeah and like you know is just doing like kind just... of
0: like words that sound good together sometimes yeah <laughs> like you know
1: vowels and, vowels in, inside consonants you know pretty much yeah. It's fucking great. I thought, wow, that's a great idea. They're great lyrics, you know. Yeah. They're just gobbledygook, you know. And then there's bands like, you know, the Australian Band, the Dirty Free. They're like violin, drums, and guitar. And, you know, there's no singing. You don't need words. So if you're going to bother with words, they should be good. And you just, I don't know, just them in the fucking book. People can check them out, yeah. But then it's not, yeah, I'm just, sort of, people can read into whatever they want to read into. So, yeah.
0: Well, sure, and it's something where I don't feel like there's like an overemphasis on it, like as like the, you know, the music being just a delivery system for the for the. I always think of the, you know, the the archetypical, you know, person, usually a guy in the 1950s with like a whole, sheaf of of lyrics that he's written out, like that has this totally divorced from the music. Like it all it all seems very natural when it when it comes together, uh, and that's something that. I think you can take for granted when you're in it, like when you when you play. But it's something that uh, the music is idiosyncratic and the the lyrics are sure equally idiosyncratic as well. And I I, I guess I'm just saying I, I, I appreciate that for sure. But it is nice to get you know, yeah. when people mishear it, they're gonna usually hear like it being about food or something really <laughs> like mundane
1: or yeah. terrible oh, yeah.
0: No man, come on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I've always dug, I just I've always dug lyric music, but I've always dug Music, music, you know, like, like, say, like Led Zeppelin, like this. It's just they invented music about how good it sounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a rock and, in the rock and roll sense, you know, and the lyrics were just the biggest piles of garbage oh. in history. but It doesn't matter because you're know, you know, but It you doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, but
1: then and then then you hear Bob Dylan, and I I'm a huge fan of Bob Dylan. Yeah. But then the music, for the most part, I find I, I, it's a bit straight and a bit boring. You know, I like the Rolling Thunder band, but, you know, so I I thought, well, why don't you get, like, good lyrics and put it over good music? That would be good, you know, and that's that's, that's all I've been trying to do is, you know, fuse or dealing with fucking, that's pretty much my modus operandi, you know, yeah.
0: You could do worse as far as mission statements go, I guess, (laughs) you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah, it could be worse. I mean, I'm not saying I've reached those, you know, those lofty heights at all, but that's, you know, well, but it's well, gonna going like to sound like
0: you. It's not going to sound like either of those things because it's going to sound like you doing your your version of that. So that's and that's personally where some of my favorite music's always made is is that um, you know you have certain things that you're striving for and it ends up coming out how it's going to come out.
1: Yeah, we, we strive, you know, we shoot, but we always miss. But then it always comes up interesting somehow. You know, we sort of say that, you know, we we fucking we, 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 we get fucking yeah, we did work in the end.
0: Somehow, we don't completely fuck up. So, the... Uh, tell me about... So, there's two... There's there's multiple Marias, but the the Maria in question that I specifically would like to know about, if you're willing to talk me about, is Maria 63, the last song on Braindrops. Uh, intense song, man. Slow Burn. I like... I totally dig it, but it's... Uh, yeah, that that's that's like a, a ride of a song. Is, is that something where that was sort of like conceived ahead of time? Uh, did it just sort of evolve in that way? Um, uh, I can't remember.
1: I think it's like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of layers to it. it uh, you know, ultimately, it's sort of about, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the battle between good and evil. You know, uh, it's sort of, it's a love song based loosely on the Ave Maria, the Catholic tune. Um, but then, yeah, it's about a telepathic, immortal Nazi witch who was, 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 was rumoured to have uh, bailed out of the end of World War Two and gone and lived on another planet. But she, uh, in, in, in my song, she has moved to uh, Argentina like lots of Nazis after the war. Um, and she is pretending, she's living in Buenos Aires and pretending to be her own daughter, because she's a right? And she, actually you know, she ain't getting older. So um, uh, and then a, a Mossad agent who, uh, who is pretending to be a journalist going to interview her about her mum, uh, is, is, is sent to assassinate her. And yeah, and then it sort of kicks off the with with struggle between good and evil. So yeah. I think it's probably i just wanted to write the most convoluted song in
0: history, <laughs> I, I was gonna i was gonna say for for someone who has gone off uh, on a in a, a very you know, nice little conversation about how people imbuing their own meaning that's one of the most specific things i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> that's beautiful
2: it's yeah, great it's well, <laughs> yeah. madness but i mean you can <laughs> but the thing is
1: you can listen to it like a love song and it's quite yeah quite, it's quite beautiful and that's a good thing about it too that's kind of the tension in it, I think, is that it is so fucking ridiculous. But then it's it's pretty heavy. It's it's it, it it's moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. As, as silly as it is. Yeah. But anyway, she 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 uh she's just a fucking myth, an alt right myth, and a conspiracy theorist myth. She's there's pictures of her, but it's just like some model from the nineteen nineties with sort of photoshop fucking. Uh, 1930s hairdos and shit like that and there's even one picture of her that you'll see up on websites like 8chan and, and, and Stormfront and all these fucking up and websites um, and it's just a picture of fucking Kate Moss that uh, photoshopped onto her hitler and people don't even know like have you not fucking seen Kate Moss mate don't <laughs> know who that is and they literally think that because she was purported Maria Orsic was purported to have uh, uh, had a Ran this sort of witch's program called the real Society, and she telepathically received the uh, blueprints to a kind of alien warp drive engine, and then which she then handed over to her friend Adolf Hitler, who then had them manufactured during World War Two, and bolted onto uh, U-boats, Nazi U-boats, and then flown around the fucking solar system, right? Like Hitler had anything better to do in World War yeah, II, you know? What as
0: I mean? one does, yeah, you know.
1: It's <laughs> a yeah, some yeah. steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing that while you're trying not to. The whole world's trying to fucking kill you. And yeah. <laughs> so you're just, yeah, you're a little pet project. Anyway. Time yeah, out so for that's fun, uh, as Devo says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and people believe this shit. So yeah, and that's the wow. thing that the song is it's, it's a pile of bullshit, but a very moving bullshit yeah. Yeah.
0: well alright <laughs> that's that, that's definitely yeah, an, yeah. yeah that, that, that's 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 that's, that's, that's uh, buffering and I'm, I'm taking it all in yeah, that's,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. It, make, it
0: makes Maria for a very 63. moving song
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I know it's called Maria 63 because it's um, as far as we could tell it's the 63rd song ever written called Maria 62nd is also, is also right. written by us, and that's on Friday. So, yeah, so there you go. That's, that's why it got that name.
0: Interesting. So, yeah. the, the 62nd and 63rd song called Maria that you guys had written or that has been written in general?
1: Has been written in general in, re, in recording history, I think, or even in all history. Yeah, we Googled it. We made a list. Ah. Yeah, there's been I think uh, Ed Sheeran wrote one or, or fucking. Who's the other? Who's the, the kid that Ed Sheeran used? Uh, who's the American kid? Uh, Justin Bieber. He wrote one Yeah, he album. wrote one. Yeah, everyone has a go. I think it's part <laughs> of the course when you're a musician. Yeah,
0: that that's almost. Huh. I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's 48 other songs called Funk for the James Gang Funk 49.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. are. Yeah. it's amazing. Google's very handy for something. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh n- another song that is it was one of the singles uh, on the new one that I think is very you know relevant for the times and but also kind of exists in its own space is uh, Planet of Man." And uh, as as internet discourse almost you know for fuck's sake we have the comments section as a president here in the US so uh, you know it's it's it's, it's a way of life yeah. now unfortunately. Uh it, yeah
1: yeah I mean yeah I mean, that song's like that's a sci-fi song about uh yeah twitter kind of thing it's just, yeah people setting each other up you know the straw man argument thing of you that mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. where you yeah where you argue with someone and then you kind of subtly accuse them of doing or being something they're not right and then you then you shoot them down for that you make like
0: a tulpa of uh, of what you think the person should be arguing about or what the, you think that they are arguing about rather than actually arguing with, with the actual concept, point, or person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's, um... Yeah, it's bullshit. And like a left-winger and a right-winger, they kind of have these ideas about each other that aren't necessarily true. And they, um, just, uh... They're not even talking to each other. They're talking to this weird idea that they have of each other. Yeah, And yeah, they have songs about that. That's, but it's, you know, based on the planet. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, a, that's a good song, too.
0: <laughs> I do say so myself. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's relevant to our times as well. I mean, it's as as much as, you know, you can write all the songs about doing specific dances that you want in the world. <laughs> you know, it's it's not. I mean, that's and good on you if that, that that's what you want to do. But you know, this is this is a ubiquitous part of, of our contemporary culture. Is bizarre and strange and almost impossible to explain to a founding father, as it is. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy and it's but it's interesting. You know, I mean, things like meme culture online. This is sort a of whole new sort of sort of manifestation of, of humor and I don't know. It's, there's lots of interesting shit going on, and I, I guess. We're kind of just mirroring that, you know. We 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 sound like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's uh, yeah, that's good. That's good, and that that explains quite a bit too, <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
1: know, I sound, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I sound I sound like a wanker, a bit look, like I'm not. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, you know, we 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 sound pretty fucking fucked. So yeah, you know, we're electronic as well. We, we use drum machines. And, all right, so we make it loose. We we we, we make it sound like our drummer but, Yeah, but,
0: yeah. It's hard to be it's hard to be completed we can't.
1: It has,
0: it has it. Well, I think you, I think you guys have your own unique voice because you do that the way that you do, and it's it does sound very much of its time in a way that sometimes I'll say things sound very much of its times. I mean that as an insult, and I don't mean that when I say that uh, for for you guys. But it's you know if you would have. Go into a time machine and put on one of your records for someone in like uh, 1974. Like it, it would sound like it came from the future, right? <laughs> That's, there's nothing wrong with that because it did.
1: Come oh, well, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, hopefully, yeah. It does have. I mean, it's got elements of R and B and all that. Yeah, I've but- always wanted to go. A time machine would be great because you could go back and uh, start a band and just preempt everyone just by a bit. Like I could make Sergeant Peppers just. Six weeks before the Beatles do and then, <laughs> you know like Harper at the Gates of Dawn and, and you know Jimi Hendrix records and, and just you know basically you can just be a fucking towering genius by ripping every cut off it'd be good yeah
0: be lauded as history's greatest genius and in reality is be ripping off songs that everybody knows <laughs> from your <own> timeline
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, it'd be really good yeah I've also we, we, we're working on a movie TFS we're working on a movie where it's called Time Tank and we go back in time with a tank With an Abraham's tank And um And basically You know We'll go to Waterloo Where Napoleon's fighting fighting English Or French Or whatever I mean, He was friends. Um Anyway We'll go there And just fucking blow everyone up You know what I mean Because you could With a tank <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be, it's going to be a, re- a really good movie A really good movie
0: so it Sounds like a responsible yeah. Use of time travel too. To well,
1: To be I sure. heard a great thing About time travel The other day it was uh, Time travel The proof that time machines exist is this. Here we go. If you go back in time in a time machine, you change the... the, You'll change the now, okay? If we go back today, we'll change the now. And then if we keep going back, we'll change the now so many times that eventually a now where time travel is not possible will be created. And that time is now, and that is the proof that we have invented time travel because we haven't.
0: Uh, so it's like almost like with the uh, parallel universe theory, being that the parallel universe here doesn't have time travel because somebody already took, yeah. already used it all yeah. up. <laughs> Sounds like a typical boomer yeah. thing to do.
1: Yeah, fucking boomers. can't.
0: Apologies to oh, our listeners, word, but no.
1: yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I used the c word in America. But in 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 Australia, that's actually that's what you call your mum. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it was their generation, you know. It's it's. Uh, but let's not to put too fine a point on it. It was all peace and love and then cashing in, and it, we're all totally screwed because of it. So at some point you have to take culpability, but or not, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who
1: knows? Yeah, once a high, time travel, the Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would totally make sense for the baby boom generation to totally screw up time travel for everyone else. That would completely be in character, as they say
1: i it all. Like, exactly.
0: yeah. Why not? They did everything else. <laughs> yeah. If you
1: did, why well, not have it all? Go on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I don't typically uh, belabor working bands to hear about the origin story, but I think like your how Tropical Fuckstorm became a thing is a little shrouded in mystery. I know a little bit about of it, just me being who I am, but <laughs> would you mind kind of telling us a, a, a story about how Tropical Fuckstorm became a band?
1: Um, well, we were all in different bands. Me and Fiona were in the drone, and, um, we kind of, you know, we'd made seven or eight albums with them. Good dialogue, and, um, yeah. Just about like doing something different, you know, just, uh, just because why not. And, um, so, and we, we knew Erica from her band, yep. which like a band called Harmony, a band called Mod Tron, and a band called Palm Springs. Um, we knew her from around Melbourne and she was you know she sang a bit on the last Drones album and toured with us a bit um so you know we are made to her and then we didn't know Hamill uh from a bar So, like um yeah but I was at a gig and her band High Tension which is like sort of one kind of uh sort of metal kind of thing I saw her playing drums and just sort of went wow fucking hell she's amazing um and sort of filed her away as you know if i ever need a drummer i'll call her so yeah then all of a sudden i needed a drummer and uh found some sort of mutual friend got in contact with her uh, went to the pub we all got drunk and um yeah and then <laughs> fucking it was like three weeks later we, we were touring the states with King Gisette, so we had to write tons of songs really quick and get our shit together and yeah so everything's happening really fast we've only been around for like two years we've got two records in this
2: yeah
0: it's been very productive <laughs> But a, a very productive yeah, yeah, couple years been,
1: <laughs> yeah it's really busy but then I don't know everything's busy these days and because you know we're friends with Kinky's we just watch those dudes put out fucking five albums a day you know like yeah. they they come out to our house record an album in three days and then the next time I talked to them, which is like fucking two weeks later, they'd recorded another album on top of that. It <laughs> like was like another one? Hell. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, the metal album and yeah. <laughs> So they're crazy. Um but we kind of we, we feel ashamed if we're not putting out a record every five minutes. You know. That's well, what we're doing.
0: And if you if you go and you know, think back to you know Days of York Creedence Clearwater Revival all those classic records were all in the space of like a two or three year period like he was cranking out yeah, boom yeah. boom 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 and
1: well yeah. they, they all thought that um you know that rock and roll would end so they <laughs> thought there was only a this sort of small window of time that's why they would do things like make double albums yep. because I mean ec- economically making a double album is stupid because you could just make two albums and then you would have two tour cycles and you would you'd make more money but um but they just thought rock and roll was going to end so yeah. They wanted to put it all out real quick. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. How wrong they were. I mean, look at fucking Nick Jagger. My God.
0: Yeah, still going. Yeah, <laughs> still
1: yeah going. it's amazing. But it's not. It's you know, it's nice to know. It's nice to know you can if you want.
0: Which yeah. you know, good on them. You know, I don't. I, I don't have to listen to it if I don't want to. You know, it's, it's no one's forcing me to listen to it, and that's the nice. Yeah, it hasn't, hasn't
1: made any good for forty years. <laughs> right. so <it> yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. at this
0: point the stones have probably been bad for far longer than they've been good, but I mean it doesn't matter. I don't have to yeah. listen to it.
1: <laughs> what a horrible predicament to find yourself in.
0: Yeah. But even a blind nah, chicken finds a corn you now and again, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: True. True. So where do you think that uh or do you think where do you think Tropical Fox Storm kinda of fits in the rock and roll pantheon right now? Because it kinda of seems like everything's sort of this like subgenre of a subgenre. Uh, you know, like oh, this this that's actually Rasta Skank, and this is you know like, whatever these ridiculous genre, genre classifications that pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean I don't know what you call us. It's
1: kind of scuzzy. I don't know. We just tropical the fucker. Yeah. I think. I mean, we're not. It's not like we're so out there. You know, we're not fucking Mert Bauer or Iron and Bunch here, or some, some something that's so strange. almost unlistenable. We're not just a bunch of ideas, there's still emotional content and and sort of song structure. So we're kind of weird, but we're still, there's a pop sensibility going on there. But it's That's where, I don't know, I I wouldn't be able to describe it past that, Um, which is good, you know. It's
0: good. Well, yeah, you don't want to necessarily be easily dismissible. I mean, like I could, I could sum up what a band like Nebula sounds like in about two words, and both of them are bad. And you don't necessarily want to be that either. No,
1: no, no, at no. all. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know where we fit in. I never listened to a lot of rock and roll. I've listened to jazz and classical. And, yeah, and, and, other shit, you
0: know? and from my perspective, I would say there's kind of like a, a heavy. Almost like Leonard Cohen, Bob Dylan kind of aspect to the songs, but applied <clears throat> to people playing music that kind of sounds like, oh, that's almost like a more of a polvo or paper chase kind of like guitar thing. Like very yeah, different yeah. things you wouldn't necessarily think of playing together, but it all it works very naturally. It, it sounds very uh, like, a, yeah, you
1: know. like a John Zorn kind of thing. <laughs> Something like that. Of sorts, you know, yeah. Like yeah, we yeah. had. Yeah, well, I mean, we have a metal drummer, you know. Yeah. So, but then we don't sound like metal. And, you know, he has bad bombardo, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's yeah, it's a big mixed things. and it's it shouldn't work, but it, yeah, it sort of works. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's you want know, some things I appreciate the most too is uh you know some of the vocal counterpoints. You know, you have some interesting like harmonies and stuff like that, and I think uh, something that I've personally found with a lot of music that trends more on the noisier side is, is no one bothers with any of that you know it's just like oh it's just the weird riffs and like you know oh that's cool you know and it's like alright yeah dude, we all have Jesus lizard Records we get it uh, so I think yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. adds a, a different element to it that kind of makes it pop differently if that makes sense
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know there's like you know the contrast between you know I'm not a, I've got a pretty rough Sounding voice, so you know, I, I kind of I, I, even I get sick of hearing myself sing. Like sometimes people go, "Fuck, he can't fucking sing," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, I have to fucking live with it." So it's all right. So it's good to sort of counterpoint that with with you know the girls singing because they they yeah. sound really good. So it's, it's nice, and it's sort of it makes it a bit easier, you know. It's kind of like you know, like Ian MacKay and Guy from oh, yeah. Garvey or something yeah. like that. Like Ian MacKay all the time can be a bit tiring. But G kinda of, this feminine thing that comes in. so yeah, it's a nice sort of public enemy too. Stuff.
0: Same way, check D Yeah, late. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah, exactly the same thing. You know, or something like even like then Tom with he always had back and singers. But then, you know, B and then Erica are more wouldn't say they're back. You know, they're kind of quite up the front like, you know, women on the Fella records and Yeah. So it's kinda of like that. And sometimes they're part of the rhythm section in a sense. So yeah, it's 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 I'm just like fucking with anything, man. You gotta have, you gotta try everything right, once.
0: <laughs> well, and it's it's you know it it works very well, and it, it again it gives the the music some oomph that it wouldn't necessarily have. It was just you know as my my very good friend Joe Cannon uh, coined the term uh, the dudes yelling genre of music.
1: What the uh, yelling?
0: Yeah, dudes yelling. Just dudes yelling. You know, it's that <laughs> genre of music. It's dudes yelling.
1: <laughs> That's good. I love like it. Yeah. Well, we're part of that. We got one foot in that camp, <laughs> right. and then, uh, the other foot. The other foot. I don't know, standing on dog turd or something like that. I don't
0: know. You've got dual yeah. citizenship in that in that category.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So how do you guys blend the guitar stuff? Because I'm a huge fan of uh, what you do with guitar as well as what what Erica does as well. Like how much of that is something like working off each other or is it, uh, you know, are, are there different ideas uh, that kind of come together as more pre-planned activities? Like what's what's the, how does that process work?
1: Um, Yeah, it's kind of, you know, sometimes you can kind of play with somebody or you can't, you know, and um, I guess you just grew up listening to all the same music as i did so so we kind of just were coming at the guitar from the same angle you know um and then you know sometimes we'll use weird electronic stuff like sequences and kind of weird techno scrambling machines to to scramble i don't know you could get something like a fucking thumb piano and play through these things or come up with a riff that you would never come up with as a guitar sure, player yeah, yeah,
2: yeah um
1: and then you then you just have to learn that on guitar and then and then it morphs even more and then and then yeah you know what i mean so then you've got something interesting it's something unexpected so we'll do that sometimes or then you know songs like you let my Ties down it that is pretty natural as both that's what she and i on an electric guitar it's not sort of yeah, it's, it's not an attempt to get away from our kind of habits and, and our, our own little tropes. But yeah, I don't know, we we just, I don't know, just try and box it up really and keep it interesting for ourselves. Yeah, and um, but in a way that sort of the really massively, sort of viciously messy stuff is something that's happened in Australia, you know, since, since the Saints and the birthday party. Yeah. Oh sure Yeah scientists There's all sorts of Bands from 30-40 years ago In Australia That really You know Played some really evil Guitar You
0: know Yeah Roland so, yeah, Is really probably one of my Favorite that, guitar players Of all time So you're preaching of the choir there My friend Yeah
1: totally <laughs> Totally totally Well yeah And that's the sort of shit I get into Roland And I like You know Greg from Black Flag And Victor mm-hmm. from Orange Jeff And the Bad Seat And you know those sort of guitar players that kind of... I remember Johnny Thunder's... I don't know, Richard Hell described Johnny Thunder's style as, as sarcastic. You know, he's playing like Chuck Berry's shit, but sarcastic, like, how shit is it? Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. That kind of subversive guitar player, rather than... You know, I love Hendrix, but there's nothing subversive about that. That's him that's being a genius.
0: Yeah, yeah, but subversive in different ways uh, than... Just yeah,
1: way. yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, but it's yeah. You know, Hendrix comes out of a love of guitar, where where you know those bands I mentioned before come out of a kind of it's almost like they're embarrassed, <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: or, or actively yeah. trying to you know destroy it, <laughs> so to speak. Like, yeah, while embodying yeah, right. it at the same time, and uh, yeah,
1: you know. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, they do, but yeah, they're trying to shred it. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. This might seem like a bit of a jump, but are, are the drones still a thing? Is it something where you you can pick that back up, or is it just uh, on hold for
1: a bit? Uh, it's on hold for a bit, um, but it's not. Yeah, it's not like we broke up. It's just two of the guys are uh, really busy. They have you know they have lives, but and um, it's sort of it's like anything. It did when it got big, it 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 got slow. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, it's hard for us to sort of pick up and go and do something real fast. Compared with TFS, uh, where we can just sort of we can, we can turn on a time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we can just go, no one's got kids, no one's got, you know, jobs or mortgages or any shit like that. We, we, we couldn't just do it. But so, yeah, but then, yeah, we'll, we will do more with the drones, essentially, I like, guess. Yeah, you, you know, just give some. They you know, have to offer us heaps of money. That would be good. Okay. We'll,
0: <laughs> well, and it seems like the, I, no, I noticed there was a there was a drone song that snuck into the set uh, for for Tropical Fuckstorm too, and that's you know that seemed like it seemed like a very natural thing at this point. You guys have your own identity as a band now. That's, it seemed like was that something that was very just okay. Let's do this for the heck of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. When we first did the tour with King Kid, we were doing a couple of drone songs. We were doing a Fergazi song, which is pretty cool. Um and we probably did five of our own, but that's what we had. But yeah, I mean, we're easy. We, we, we you know, we're prepared to do a Chuck Berry song, and we can do a Joan song too, if you want. like you know? so whatever, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, how do you pick? You know, there, there's some interesting songs that you guys have covered. Like, you you had uh, that, that staying Alive cover, which is kind of fantastic. And how do you choose what songs would be good to, for you to do when you're
1: doing uh, covers? Yeah, like the ones we did four 7 Inches, before our first album
2: Yeah
1: And we did You know A side And then the B sides were covers And then To just Kind of have You know I don't know just sort, of, sort of Some game plan With the covers We We just said Fuck it We'll do Australian Australian covers So we did There's a great band From Tasmania Called The Nation Blue Is one of their songs And then There's a band Called Lost Animal From Melbourne We did one of their songs uh, but The Divinals We covered one of their songs and then the last one, we were like, oh, what can we do? And what, can be, what would be surprising and interesting? And that was, yeah, we thought, like, it, we'll do staying alive. Because those dudes, they're like ACDC. They sort of, they moved from Scotland to Australia when they were like five. Or fucking, you know, that, you know, around there. Right, right. And then, yeah, they came. So they came up in Australia. Yeah, so we did that, you know, like, yeah. So um, that was the plan there and then the plan with the other one's like we did a Michio song because she's fuck cool so uh, and it just sounded like something we might be able to do yeah and and who when, when does the rock and roll band ever cover an R&B song right
0: <laughs> i mean yeah. not not these days for sure you know it used to be like probably i think more of a common thing but it's 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 kind of interesting how like stratified the genres have become and it's almost it's very rare i think to see something like that now
1: yeah, and it's silly. I mean, it, it's you know, if something's the wrong thing to do, it's like a red rag to us. We just we want to do it, you know. So yeah, it's like yeah, covering staying alive. Like oh, yeah, let's do it. No one would want to do that, so let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, especially no one's thinking about doing it in twenty nineteen too. Like, and that's then you know, and that's that that's kind of awesome. And that's as someone that you know actually. The first, I just thought of this, the, literally the first record ever, I ever bought when I was eight years old was the Stayin' Alive soundtrack at the local thrift store for 50 cents. I remember I remember that. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool.
1: That's yeah, well, yeah. a fucking great album, man. That's yeah. a good album. And, and that's, it's pretty that's good. It's a good yeah. Movie too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the movie. The, the movie's really heavy. Saturday you know, you Finger, think it's going to yeah. be a party movie. But it's heavy, yeah. And it's and, great. It's great. And BGs were always amazing, and they, you know, they always, they wrote for other people like Janis Joplin and... Fucking Al Green and yep. all sorts of people covered their songs, you know. So yeah, they're they're
0: cool. And that led to a conversation with my to, with my dad about like, oh yeah, but you know their older stuff it was, you know, the Blue Eyed Soul stuff. I like that better. And I was like, huh, I don't even know what that means. But then later on, I went and like yeah, <laughs> listened all those tunes. Great, yeah. It's like, oh, these are good songs.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they were they were around for like twelve years or something before they before they did sang a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. it's, it, it's something that it's, it's almost the only other career trajectory and sort of think like that would be like a ZZ Top or something where, you know, they suddenly eliminate her. It's just like all cocaine and keyboards.
1: Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, good, you know. and, and drum, drum machines yep. kind of thing. Yeah, after years of blues, yeah. But, you know, why not? Just do it. It's fun. And, and who cares? Who fucking cares? and for that
0: first I mean, record, I mean, and ZZ Top it's amazing you know the, the afterburner maybe not so much but eliminate system, right?
1: yeah 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 like early stuff is fucking killer it's good. it's outrageous um, yeah just I reckon just fucking do whatever you want and, and taste is the enemy of art and these days there is no taste just look on the internet it's a fucking it's a mess the world is a mess and you know when you you think about you know dadaism and, and surrealism and all that shit that came about you know you know, between World War One and World War Two because the world had just gone so bonkers that sort of critiquing it or satirizing it was impossible because it was. I mean, how can you satirize fucking president of the United States tweeting this shit each week? used it. It's
0: it's it's so we're just, in post-satirical times in that in that category. You know what I mean? There's no. Yeah, totally
1: <laughs> yeah, and so the, I mean, the only thing you can do is just ridiculous shit, but. And that's what we're doing. I mean, if anything, you're saying what sort of music is If There's some sort of da quality to it. You know, it's, there's something going on there. That's what we're doing.
0: So do you feel like there's, you know, I don't even know what you would call postmodern absurdism. Like, I don't even know <laughs> how you could qualify yeah, it. Yeah,
1: um, some, something like that. It chaos. would be something like that. Just be, yeah, just because people, I don't know, because the world is fucking nuts. Yeah. There's nothing to do But.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, I, and I'm not sure if it's the case as much in Australia, but here it's just—I mean—it's almost impossible to concentrate on anything because there's just a constant volley of of nonsense and a horror and atrocity put in your face every day, all the time, always, and you're never allowed to not pay attention to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it scrambles your brain. Yeah. So, so totally. in that
0: way, it very much looks like you guys as record covers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, you know, we, we've been plotting along, you know, me and Fiona have been plotting along for 20 years and kind of, this is the most successful thing we've ever done. Yeah. But it's, and people are like, what do you think, what's changed about you uh, has, uh, or your sound that has made it more accessible or made people more into it? And it's just like, we haven't changed anything. It's just the world's come around to our kind of right. level of distress. You know, if the only one out there has you know like anxiety disorders and shit like that they're often surprised that you know when they come across a fucking you know like a car accident or a you know a house fire that they're they're so calm and collected all of a sudden whereas the rest of their life they're a nervous wreck but all that's happened is that the, the world the reality has has risen to their level of distress right you know so yeah i think that's what with the tfs thing is, is Suddenly, everyone's freaking out as much as we've always been
0: freaking out. It, it's almost like the uh, in the zombie movie where you have like the person who you know works at the Foot Locker or something and just doesn't have a very meaningful existence, doesn't really fit in anywhere. And then oh, it turns out that this person's best usage is being like a leader in the zombie apocalypse, like rallying the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Too bad we to f- we had to go
0: through a zombie apocalypse for them to find that out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah that's, that's I'm not, you know, something on par with the zombie apocalypse going on now, but yeah
0: so what other what what bands do you do you like that are that are currently out there and and working and, and making music like what's what stuff do you feel kind of speaks to you uh, as um, creative type? I
1: don't know I don't really listen to a lot of new stuff I mean. I saw a band last night who were good They played with us uh, called Blessed um or Blessed I think they were great uh I don't know the last album I got into that's new was by a woman called Terza T-I-R-Z-A-E from um the UK okay and it's just kind of weird kind of a bit bent out of shape R&B record and it's made by her and this other woman called Mika Levy and um Mika, she's like a producer, and a multi-instrumentalist, and she kind of, she made the soundtracks to Under the Skin, which is that Scarlett Johansson sci-fi horror movie, oh, and, uh, okay. and, and
2: cool.
1: yeah, which is just most amazing soundtrack, and, um, and she made the soundtrack to Jackie O, which is, like, a Natalie Portman movie, which is also really great, the, the, the soundtrack, um, yeah, so that's that's the most recent thing I've heard that that's new that I like. Otherwise, otherwise I don't know. I listen to I listen to fucking Arvo Part or Stravinsky or fucking Shostakovich or I don't know, just something. I listen to classical mainly. It's the best music. So it's not always the appropriate music. You don't want to play it at you. Cousin's 21st birthday time <laughs> Really
0: Really the Dance is, floor popping With some Shostakovich Yeah
1: But it's it, it just it, It's the best music It's like It's got more in it It's you know Like Shostakovich Is just the heaviest Composer ever oh, yeah. You know And he was Under more duress Than anybody Any artist in, in in At least In the 20th century You know And somehow He came out with the good You know what I mean So I don't know It's really interesting And then I find You know so I don't, I don't give a fuck About some a bunch of college age kids playing shit to talk. I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, I, and what you're talking about with with classical stuff, I think there's a reason why there's like this crossover with the more extreme metal communities and uh, classical composers. Because yeah, like you're saying, like it, it's you know it's intense, and it's I think a lot of people can kind of discount it because it's oh it's it's played on grandpa instruments, you know. I'm <laughs> it's it's not interesting. It's like no, it's this is this is. Pretty, this is like way more intense. It's
1: extreme yeah. There's, you know, there's people like uh, there's a guy called Giacinto Scelsi, Who's an Italian composer from like the 50s and 60s, and that is it's the most evil, fucked up shit you will ever hear. It's it sounds like your worst nightmare coming true. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, and Kinda some of ricky. it is so radical. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like and there's a guy, what's his name, Olivia Messian. You know, just all sorts of just fucked up. Weird classical stuff that is totally extreme. Yeah.
0: So that's been your classical minute here on protonic reversal and uh, <laughs> Well, so then how do you how do you think about it in terms of uh, like you guys' own composition? Uh, and because I mean, it seems like some of the songs almost have and certainly, some areas with albums have like movements almost. And is, you know, is that just good sequencing mixtape style, or are you thinking about it in terms of what song does what, where, and when they do it in
1: order? Yeah, yeah, the latter. I mean, the latter, like, yeah, because I mean, it's like playing a gig, you structure it that way. Oh, so, you know, certain songs wash into others, and yeah, you just gotta, you gotta pace it, and you, yeah, it, it's almost fine, yeah. It has movements, it has parts, and they, they you know, the whole thing kind of have the right gear changes in the right spot, so, yeah, that's 100% what we're doing. And, you know, then they, we always like to do an instrumental track, because cause you don't have to sing all the time, and it kind of, it's, I don't know, it's a good little breather in a record,
0: Not, you know, so
1: you're not getting fucking screamed out all
0: the time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's yelling, as uh, Joe says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that okay so then again two records and a relatively short amount of time but it, it seems like y- you guys are sort of hitting a hitting a stride right now like do you think you're going to be you know recording more stuff uh kind of in, along that same timeline like um you know, whatever the, what's that What's that terrible sl- Oh, move fast, break stuff, that, that Facebook slogan. <laughs>
1: oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: God, <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's our culture you're breaking, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they're breaking. Um, yeah, uh, I think we're probably going to tour a bit now rather than go back into the studio yeah, I think and try studio. and, yeah, just get out there because, yeah, we were, so far, we've literally spent half our time in a recording studio, yeah, which is probably too much time. Yeah, so we'll do that for a bit and, 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 and yeah,
0: can't play those yeah. Well, and I'm I'm glad you guys are touring the US. You know, there's there's a lot of people actually I come to think of it, I've actually never seen you play. So, uh, you know, that's something that's I, I think that helps. Having seen live footage, which again that's a weird thing in, in the modern world right that you can see live footage of a band before you actually see them live because you know somebody with their phone is sitting there filming the whole thing while they're at it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean that's yeah it's amazing I remember when YouTube came out it was just like just um, just so great to be able to Google Rare Hendrix or Rare Black Flag or see ranks in 1979 or you know what I mean just shit you just you could not access before you know all you had before was fucking poster on the wall and a new album you know age yeah, all this shit so yeah 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 youtube the oh,
0: all fucking weird yeah it's and it, it can be daunting too again because there's like this fire hose of information like all the time and like finding you know everyone always talks about the filters like finding the filters and you know filtering that out to, to the stuff that you actually uh, want to enjoy rather than like what you're being assaulted with or having whatever it is promoted to you but I think, yeah. I think in some cases it works, and I think you guys are definitely, you're in a good spot that, you, you, you know, you sound like the chaos of today's times, in a good way. Yeah,
1: well, I, well that's yeah, I think that, that's kind of what we're striving for, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do, anyway, if, you, if you're a, you know artist or whatever you want to call yourself, an asshole. Um, yeah, like, uh, that's that's the best you can do. Yeah. Are there any it's other oh, Good course. time to work in, in a is, The worse everything is, the better it is for for, for, for artists. It's boom time. You know what I mean? I hope there's a massive recession. That would be great because rock and roll is recession proof, believe it or not, by alcohol or something like that. Yeah, you, you, ask,
0: you ask the uh, local casket maker, you know, how, how things have been lately. Yeah. If he says great, <laughs> it's, it's a bad time.
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well,. Guys, I'm I'm really stoked that you, you made the time to uh, talk with me about this. You know, we had a, we had a tough time kind of getting it scheduled, but it, it really means a lot to me, and I, I'm I'm super glad that you took the time out to
1: to chat. Yeah, no worries, well, man. Kind of, it's, it's been nice. I'm just sitting in a van on the way to Seattle, anyway.
0: So. Yeah, I was gonna say, although I yeah, I gotta yeah. say, Bellingham, Washington is one of my favorite places in the U.S. It's a really it's a really pretty. T- I mean, it's basically Twin Peaks personified, right? But you know, in in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah,
0: it's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the show in Chicago, and I guess uh, the last the last thing it's a thing I normally do in partonic reversal when we have folks on is just uh, let me ask you why do you do what you do?
1: Uh, I don't know it's congenital for me personally I kind of it's sort of I can't do anything else kind of thing I kind of I've always been more interested in music than most most of the time so yeah that'd be that'd be why it's weird
0: yeah well that's that's as brilliant an answer as any so I like it you're good, man. All right, take care, man, and uh, safe travels to everyone, and uh, see you soon.
1: Yeah, see you in Chicago, man.
0: All right, brother. Well, there he goes, the mighty Gaz, of Tropical Fuckstorm. Storm. Let's hear a tune. And uh, yeah, why don't we we talked about a uh, we talked about the hit on uh, the first record? Let's listen to that. It says, "You Let My Tires Down." I don't care if you're sick of it; it's a great tune. Oh, uh, let's see. Before I bail out here, Tropical Fuckstorm is available on Bandcamp. It's tropicalfstorm.bandcamp.com. You can get the record and get the digital there, uh, Braindrops, or Laughing Death and Meat Space. Uh, That's available in the US uh, from Joyful Noise. You can get it from the Joyful Noise website as well. Use your Googles for that. Uh, There is a very active Instagram account that uh, suggests you follow. Tropical underscore fuck underscore storm. And just for consistency's sake, it's uh, Twitter at TFS underscore the band. Also spelled out that way. Cool. Uh, So get all. uh, Listen to the record, Raindrops. I've been listening to it a lot. Listen to the old record, Laughing Death and Meat Space. It's a good one. Uh, They both are. And let's listen to the hit one of the hits one of my favorite songs by them Uh, You Let My Tires Down sounds a little something like this
3: Yeah baby's in Ramon right now I should be there for a while For the wounding of a rent. Call. And they ran right in sunshine She's right there on CCTV Forgetting to take her medication But then Ruby says her lawyer will get The best deal that they can make Oh but then I grew up around their family And they were such a bunch of losers They could all do to it Oh, all I see about the cruises, and she could say anything at any time. So, any mention of plea bargains is making everybody feel uptight. You left my time. Let my tides down You see, I'd give you anything At any time they you let my tides down I picked a car up from the depot I had my lunch at China Road and then I snorted half a gram of Australia's finest homemade coat. And a child was mauled by bullets outside the High Point shopping center. While a two-rag tracked up in a bit down on a placenta And an army surplus blown a coat, the outskirts of parole. Raining in Victoria, so that shit's under control. You left my time, you left my time. You see, I'd give you anything. Any time that you let my time to meet She looked a whole lot like her mother If she was who she claimed to be But I had my doubts As I walked out of the airport to my car And I watched all born as iris melting through the rain pelting the glass Oh, Maria As a child I loved you most Oh, Maria I'm not so stubborn now Filled the kettle in the sink Told me her mother bought the place After she got out of Berlin She were not staying to thank Nor a Russian tank None of her sisters got away Some wound up turned into lampshades While the rest burned out the state, but Maria with her iron cross had fled into the sky. She reached the old chilean border, wrapped in a the skin with her child, but oh my mind Ella Maria I'm no reporter You have no child You see what I'm saying Is Maria here with us now that's cause she is you, and you will live forever, and it's too late to know if the rest is lies or truth, but I do know your proof, that there's no God in heaven. without trace It's now set face to face with someone who remembers Oh Maria Is it a blessing or a curse? How oh, will your men die with the earth? And yet your life is endless Oh, Marie, my work will set you free It's like a gift from you to me By way of deception And you can't run, but you'll never get away So if you're gonna make your plan
2: Time is now on them.
0: The, like a plane crasher sound there. That's a uh, tropical fuckstorm with uh, Maria, and that's specifically Maria sixty-three, the sixty-third instance of the name of uh, a song being Maria, according to, you know, you heard it here. Breaking news, breaking news, and pronoun reversal. Maria sixty-two, of course, being earlier in the, uh, in the in the album. Before that, we had Who's My Eugene, which is one of the ones that's that's sung by Erica of Tropical Fuckstorm. Before that, of course, you let my tires down off of the earlier record, uh, "Life and Death in Meat Space," which this uh, rest of the r- is on. Uh, brain drops. So again, Tropical underscore Fuck underscore Storm for Instagram, uh, TFS TFS underscore Band for Twitter. Right. Hope you get to get your notebooks out. TFS underscore The Band. Damn it! I messed that up. And then Tropical F Storm. <laughs> bandcamp.com for bandcamp. You can also go to Joyful Noise, which, since there is no legend vulgarity in the title, uh, it's pretty easy to find out what's going on and uh, listen to their stuff by their records. A whole bunch of tour dates coming up. Comet Ping Pong, Washington, D.C., Hopscotch Music Festival in Raleigh, the 7th, uh, Atlanta, Austin, Dallas, St. Louis, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago, either... Arrive early or arrive late. (laughs) Depending on how much you like what I do. Mm, Cleveland, Toronto, Montreal, Alston, basically Boston, Brooklyn. Then they got a whole. You know, there's so many. They're all over the place. They got Australia, Ireland, UK, Poland, Czech Republic, Paris, Spain. They're going crazy, these tropical fuckstormers. Go see them. Go see this band. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Trying to make that happen for a while. I'm glad Is we finally time got time? to do it. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for hanging in there. Can you hear me And tuning in on another episode of the one and only Protonic Commercial. Again, name of the show is Cone Neutron Sportonic Reversal. It oh, airs Thursdays, usually. This thing <laughs> 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain. Ah, nope.
2: <laughs>
0: 6 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific. Oh, boy, I'm killing it right now. Radionope.com, radioneutron.com for the archives. Go get them. Also, we're your finer podcast listeners. Situations happen to be. I don't know why I'm so terrible at this right now.
3: This
0: is episode 138. Gareth Gaz from Tropical Fuckstorm. There's a bunch more coming up. Uh, go visit them on the internet. Check out those records.
3: Signing off, Mr. and Mrs. America.
0: Amongst certain parts of my friend group, there's this Anyone perception that, that they're a big band, voice. but they are uh, definitely in need of your support. So please, please give it to them. I think they're doing something very interesting. I've got. It's rare I just do an earnest entreaty like that, but watch. here we are.
2: <laughs> I up. I. And I-
0: Alright, that's about it. Go find them in the internet and uh stay tuned for future stuff.
3: This microphone turns sound into electricity.
0: Is there anything else? I don't think so.
3: Can you hear me now?
0: So check you later.
3: Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? now. I
2: Radio. Uh.
1: It was quick. Yeah, quick as. But, um, yeah, because it was, uh, what is
0: it? Uh, it's a Labor Day holiday or
1: something. Isn't it? Yeah. Y- it is, yeah. So, there
0: yeah. you go. <laughs> Everyone is too busy being observant of the, uh, the labor of those that have come before us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.